That is good foreshadowing, Steve. I knew what That's you were doing there. That's a foreshadowing intro. I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right. So, uh, Steve, Steve does a little intro there. Appreciate it. Love it. Uh, we're back. Chubstep baby. Uh, Pat, Steed, me. Pat, you said you want to talk about paintball. Was that something that happened recently with you? No. If we just get into it, something I was going to talk about last show, but we didn't have um, enough time or whatever, was... Um, with COVID, do you think paintball sales, like actually going out and going paintballing has gone up? Because if you think about it, like you're wearing a, a face mask and it's like something fun to do. So I'm kind of curious if that was like a big thing to do during all of this. That's a good point because that's one of the few activities you can do normally wearing a mask. You don't feel any of the stigma. There's no stigma. Plus, if you're that close to somebody else, you're doing it wrong. Like, you don't. If you're, <laughs> yeah. somebody, you're, somebody's gonna be shooting you way too close. Uh, that would be bad. Instead of like yelling "safety kill," like when you get too close, you're not supposed to shoot people. You're supposed to go safety kill. You could just yell "COVID transmission." Not social distancing. Not social distancing. <laughs> so this, I actually have a funny story about paintball. This had to be like 15 years ago. Um, I went to a really cool um, place that had like um, like buildings and cars and stuff like that, and it kind of looked like the kind of looked like out of Red Dead Redemption, like it was kind of like the old West kind of look, yeah. but with cars. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the two guys left were both um, sort of scaling this one building, and we could all see this from a distance, but they couldn't see each other. And they both come face to face, and one guy just gets shot right in the dick. <laughs> to this day, I don't know how he didn't end up going to the hospital, but he was down and out for a while. It's a bad shot. Yeah. Yeah. And it was one of those things where it was like a panic shot, too. Like the one guy who shot him was like, oh, shit. It's like, oh, sorry about your penis. Uh, yeah, but you're out, so. Game over. Jared, you mentioned you were you were going paintballing. Yeah, I'm planning on going this weekend with my cousin. It's one of those things that I was super into when I was younger. Maybe up until like sophomore year of high school. Probably one of my better sports, if you consider it a sport that I that I was at. I think I might have talked about it like two years ago. I went on this bachelor party, and most of the people had gone like maybe once or twice. But like I said, I used to go like all the time when I was younger, and everybody had the same guns. We we're all using rental guns and 
it was I won every game but one game that we played. I think we played like fifteen games. Um and you it just was mopped the floor with those well, weebs. Well what the thing is is you realize that once you get over being scared of being hit with it, then you can make a lot more maneuvers than somebody who's just kind of like when they're initially playing it, they're worried about getting hit all the time. So they're just like hiding hiding out in the back. So if somebody does that, then you can just kind of sweep around one side and kind of flank them. Strategic stuff. They just teach you in the army state. I could tell you all about it. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean you might as well expose yourself doing a one man <laughs> flank when, <laughs> well, when you're getting hit with hit with bullets. Why not? Well I mean like well, I yeah. can think of two times where, where I got hurt really bad. Um, I don't know if you guys can relate, but one time I was wearing the mask, and you know how sometimes the mask doesn't have a top part? I got yeah. hit right in the melon, right oh, on yeah. top of the head. And then probably the time that hurt the worst, to be honest with you, was I got hit in the fingers. Mm-hmm. Like I had my hands on my gun, and oh, my God, that sucked. Double, double bone impact. Yeah. Um, do I think it's gone up? I The thing is – Paintball's actually popularity has gone down a lot in the last couple of years. I got this one. My mom bought this coupon like 10 years ago and I just found it. And it was like, oh, it, it didn't expire. So it was like, oh, you have a free like entry and rental at these amount of places. And I looked up the places and one of the like the eight places that was on that list was still in business. So I think it could have been popular, but I think it's been declining over the years and on top of that, it's kind of like drive-ins. Like the drive-in movie theater right near me and Steed closed like a, like three months before COVID happened. And that would have been so popular. But it was just like, you know, drive-ins have been on the decline for quite some time. Bad timing. Bad timing. But you are right, Pat. You are right about that. I'll go paintball. On. I'll okay. go with you and your cousin, Jay. I'll go on the opposite side of the field. Shoot you right in the okay. fucking face. I'll text you about it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's Saturday. Yeah, I've actually I've actually got a uh, you know young baby Noah, yeah, upset Zach's baby. We're having a contest to see who will become the godfather of the child on Saturday. Oh, good! I like that idea. So there's uh, I think like six events. Uh, kicks off with a cooking competition, um, classic. There's some physical prowess events. Uh, some you know trivia and mind events, a Bible quiz because you got to be Catholic to uh, be a Godfather okay. or something. So I'm I'm pretty sure I'll sweep all the events. Mm-hmm. I'll let I'll let you guys know how that goes. Yeah, please let us know how that goes. I'm, I'm... my my one problem is going to be staying sober enough to perform <laughs> perform the task for this kids thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean at his birthday party I got wrecked <laughs> just just destroyed i was hung over for like two days i like it that does that does happen now doesn't it yeah yeah <laughs> exactly you don't get the one day hangover you get two day hangovers and now i'm like on day two i'm like man am i sick no i'm just still hung over how did the wet nurse go steed for his one as uh, the one-year-old i just got him stuffed animals instead <laughs> the so the wet nurse i I did order, and I just had her come over to my apartment. I'm <laughs> And uh, worth the $127. Okay. There you go. Good to know. Good to know for future reference. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I did have a correction from last week's episode. I wanted to call myself out on it. So I said that pixie sticks um, were like cocaine, but what I described as pixie sticks were actually fun dip. Yeah, you were doing that. Yes. So fun dip is what I was talking about, but pixie sticks, I was saying the right thing. I just was describing wrong. Pixie sticks are like cocaine. They were like the little straws that are just filled with a powder. Yeah. Yeah. Those are like cocaine. The weird thing is, is I remember what Fun Dip is, but I couldn't remember what Pixie Sticks were. Yeah. Fun Dip was sick AF. By sick, Jared meant it was gross because you kept dipping this candy that you put in your mouth into this powder. (laughs) Well, that that white stick was gross. (laughs) You know, it is kind of gross. Yeah, the powder is good. It's definitely not shareable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you know, as kids, you would definitely be like, oh, let me get a Fun Dip. Yes. That's how you build an immune system. Yes. Yes. Right there. Bird up. I went to a bachelor party this past weekend, and it was it was in the uh, Galena, Illinois, which is kind of right on the border of Illinois, Wisconsin, and Iowa, kind of around. The, actually, it's more Iowa and, and Illinois. But anyway, see, you ever been? To, any of you guys been to Galena? Nah. That sounds like a horrible drive, and no, I have not been there. Uh, it was about, I did leave during rush hour. It took me about three and a half hours, four hours maybe. So Blech. way back, it was like two and a half. So You're halfway to St. Louis at that point. I know, I know. It's, it's just straight west, though. It's not, it's not southwest. So we're in Galena. I had been there before um, a couple times, and I'd only ever been there with my family and most of the time for, for snowboarding. So I, I had never been there for that kind of experience where you're kind of hanging out with guys where you can drink and hang out and stuff like that. So... We go to uh, Galena. I arrive and we kind of stay in the first night. We kind of have this house that's in this kind of resort area um, where there's a bunch of golf courses. And so Saturday night, we go out to the bar. So our plan is to go out, you know, like we ate, we kind of stayed back the first night. Second night, we're going to go downtown, check it out. It is not a normal scenario. And I guess it's something you wouldn't Except not something you would think about living in the city, but there are towns that don't have Uber or Lyft. And yeah, we found this out when it was seven o'clock and we were trying to go to dinner and there was no Uber or Lyft to call. Literally none in the area. Like they just don't, there's not in that area. So I'm like, okay, well, what do other people do? We got taxis, right? So we call the taxis. There's one taxi company in all of Galena and they say they are fully booked. They say no availability. <laughs> and keep in mind, we had all been planning on taking, so nobody's been not drinking to drive downtown. It's a six mile drive. It's about a 15 minute drive, but six miles. It's uh, it's a very long walk. So we're kind of in the spot where there's nowhere to walk to. We, we want to go downtown. After like two hours, we've been calling all these random things. We're trying like other shuttle services, all these different things. We find out that there is a like basically a taxi service in Dubuque, Iowa, which is like 25 miles. Or 20, it's like it's like straight west. Uh, not, you know, it's far. And they said they'll drive, they'll pick us up. They need two vans and they'll pick us up. But it's going to be $75 a car to get there. And they're going to need two of the cars. So how many, how many, uh, how many dudes? This was eight dudes. Eight dudes, seventy-five each way. That's like twenty dollars there and back. What are you complaining about? 
So yeah, $20 there. Yeah, exactly. So we were fine. So we ordered the things, Pat. We ordered them. So they arrived. And by the time we get downtown, it's like 945. And so this is what the super annoying thing is with with COVID and the constant time changing of things. All these places said they were open to like one, like they, you know, they wrote some a lot of them would say like open till 11, open till midnight, open till one. We get there, the downtown area. And when we arrive, there is literally three places open on the whole street. One of them is still serving food. And we get in, we get an order in with like five minutes left before the, the kitchen closes. So we get some food and then that place closes right away. And then there's two places that are open till one. Um, so we kind of hang out in one of those bars. It closes. And then we had scheduled when we ordered these taxis, we had told them, hey, you know, we're going to be down there. We, we know that there's no other Lyfts or Ubers. We know the normal taxi service is closed. So we need picked up at, a, at one. You know, we'll give you we even will let you know ahead of time. All that kind of stuff. We let them know an hour ahead of time. We're still good for one o'clock. It's like 1245, we're checking, we're just, you know, making sure and all that stuff. And like, just to see how far away they are. We call them at 12, like 1245, 1250. And they say, uh, we were there and we were calling you guys and we didn't answer. So we left. <laughs> and we're like, what, what are you talking about? Like we, you didn't call it. Everybody looked at their phone. Nobody had a missed call. It like they did, they did not call. So all of a sudden we're sitting at the bar closes up. We call them back. They don't answer. They start They start not answering their phones then. Okay. And we're like, what do we do? We look up. It's like a two and a half hour walk uh, back to <laughs> back to. Better start walking. So we're like, oh, my God, what do we do? Like somebody's like, maybe we ask the police. They could give us a ride. I'm like, they're not going to give you this. <laughs> they're not going to give you a ride. You got to all hook up with a different girl. Yeah. Or yeah. the same girl, or just every, one girl with a minivan. This is actually the first time I've been in this scenario. Every single guy at this bachelor party was engaged or married. So the the hooking up thing was, it was frowned upon. Blame. It was frowned upon. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we're walking around and it's, yeah, again, this is like, now it's like one We're like, what? We're literally like, okay, do we walk back all this stuff? I am walking like in the alleyway and I see some guy closing up one of the bars, like basically... <laughs> And I'm like, and I'm like, hey, uh, listen, we're kind of screwed. I told them the whole scenario, and I'm like, we were gonna pay. You know, somebody's like, offer him a hundred bucks, offer him. And I was like, we were gonna pay seventy bucks to have the car drive us back. I would pay you that amount. I should have said like fifty bucks, um, and just see what he would have gone with. But I basically said, you know, we're gonna we were gonna pay seventy bucks. Can you drive us to our thing, and then we'll figure it out. Like we'll grab another car or whatever. We'll get the rest of- anyway. He says, fine. At first, when I started talking about it, he was like, oh, it's going to be tough. There's not a lot of cars around. You know, like, I don't know what you guys are going to do. And then I brought up the, we're going to pay you that amount. And he's like, yeah, I can drive you. <laughs> yeah, I would be like, somebody's going to give me whatever, yeah. 70 uh, bucks to drive 15 minutes. No problem. Like some... Well, here we go with Jared shortchanging things again. Oh, I should have offered him 50 instead of 70. What? Yeah, that's <laughs> a 15 minute You're about ride. to pay 150 bucks for a cab. Yeah. So... I end up getting, me and The Bachelor end up getting in this random guy's car. He, you know, he's like a local, he's from Iowa, actually. So, um, you know, he lived a little bit away. He's like smoking cigs. Uh, we get in his car. He's got to move all this stuff around uh, so we could sit in the car. And he drives us these windy turns and he is flooring it through this area. And he said he's never <laughs> been there. 
So I'm like, I'm like nervous, but I'm like, I'm less nervous because I know he wasn't planning for this. Cause it's like, we came up to him and there was two of us and one of him. So it made me less nervous, but I'd be worried about him murdering you. Well, I was worried about that, but I was like, he would, it wouldn't be a planned murder. Like he would just have to be like waiting for that. How often does that opportunity come up? <laughs> and, and we get back and I pay him the 70 bucks and he leaves. And then we get a call from, so then we're like, oh, uh, then we're like, but one of us is like, all right, I guess we got to get in the car and pick up all the other people. And sure enough, they contact us and they said, oh, uh, we ended up calling that other taxi, the, the original taxi company that is in the area. And they said they would do one more uh, ride after all their ones were booked. So they ended up taking a regular taxi back for like 40 bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah. But it was a you crazy scenario. A country ride. Yeah. It was a crazy scenario that probably shouldn't have gotten to that point. <laughs> like, but it was uh, is like kind of a popular area for people to go on like weekend. Yeah. Vacays to also. That's why I was so surprised. I think that's why we we're all so surprised and weren't, you know, well prepared for it. Cause it was just like, it kind of came out of nowhere. That was my uh, bachelor party story though. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Don't, don't get in cars with strangers. Well, I honestly, I, I would have just looked for, was there no other option? That was the only option. That was literally the only option. There was no Ubers. The taxis were booked. There was no Ubers or Lyfts. We tried everything. There was no like motel in the area or anything like that. I mean, we already, we had a house that was six miles away. You know, I mean, we weren't going to. Well, you should have just started running. Yeah, it was, it was six miles away, but yet it was a big hassle to think about walking there. Like. (laughs) I used to walk six miles. I don't know. I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to put parties. myself in Jared's shoes. I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. I'm first thing I would think is like, is there somewhere I could just crash for a night? You know, I'm willing to spend whatever at a bar for a bachelor yeah. party. What's another forty bucks that you're gonna pay to drive back anyway? Yeah. No, you're not. You're not wrong. But I mean, there was eight of us, so we would have had to all. I don't know. And then what do we do in the morning? I guess then we call one of the taxi companies in the morning. We still have to pay some amount to drive us back. Like it was, it was a bad like scenario. You to can't be afford it. Yeah, we could, we could afford it. I just, I don't, I didn't think about the hotel thing. Cause we were like, oh, we have a place that's not that far away, but it is far. It's like that perfect distance of like, <laughs> I would, I was literally that night thinking I was going to have to walk back and it was so hilly. It would have been terrible. Uh, it would have been so bad. If you had more beers, it would have been better to walk back. Yeah. I was just thinking road Sodi, but yeah, yeah, six miles, you might. You know, kill the first one in like twenty minutes, and yeah. you got two hours of just walking by yourself. Some yeah. country dude would have probably drove by with his pickup truck and let you hop in the back eventually. That's true. That's true. That would have been my bet. Hitchhike. Nobody's gonna murder eight dudes. That's a good point. But a lot of people can't fit eight dudes in their car. Nobody's gonna murder three dudes. What do you say? We slip into a room and you two split me open. Pack a coconut. I know we've been talking about it for a while, but I got some COVID stuff Ooh. that I just noticed as of recent. Okay. Oh, snap. Okay. First of one of two or maybe three. I can't remember the third one. But, Jared, I think you'll appreciate this. Um, I saw somebody driving a car, wearing a mask inside their car. Yeah. Nobody else inside the car. And wearing gloves on top of it. Really? Really. <laughs> and it was not an Uber or Lyft? No, it was on a residential street. Um, I was at a stop sign <laughs> crossing, and this person was in full, like, you know, 
um, I don't know what mode you would call that, but yeah. Hazmat they, gear. Hazmat gear, thank you. That's yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> Inside the car by themselves. Yeah, I did see, I actually saw this on the back of a truck. Not surprisingly, it was on the back of a truck, but it was a big uh, like window decal that said, Take that stupid mask off. You're driving alone. That's, this is like. Whoa. Somebody I think had this that. one tops the. I think this one tops the riding the bike and wearing a mask. I honestly do. Um, it's up there. I mean, if I had to make a list of people that I would not be friends with, I think both those people would be on the list. Yeah. Okay, so that was number one. Yeah. Number two, I got my Vax. I got the J and J, the one and done. Uh, I'll try anything once. Um, oh, the one and done. Yes, I did. Um, honestly, I didn't feel a thing, but I pulled the Vax card at work. I didn't take off, but everyone was like, how are you feeling? I'm like, oh, I'm just really tired. I'm trying to focus, but I might be in and out today. I don't know. I'm so sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I didn't feel a thing. Um, it's been three, four days now. So That's good. a week and a half until I'm allowed to go outside without a mask, according to this administration. Oh, and then, <laughs> And then the third and final thing about COVID, um, so I've been having a bit of health issues, so I had an appointment at Rush Hospital. Have you guys had ever been to Rush Hospital? Yeah, I had a, my sinus surgery at Rush Hospital, so I spent time there. So that place is freaking huge, okay? Yes. There's like, I don't know how many buildings, but there's a ton of buildings. And one thing that I've noticed with COVID that makes no sense to me at all, and maybe you guys know, but I saw it at Soldier Field. I seen it at the ballpark. They close a lot of entrances, yeah. so you can only go in and out of these gigantic buildings in certain places. So it literally took me thirty minutes after I got to rush to get to the actual room I had to be in because <laughs> they closed the entire building I was supposed to be in, like entrance and exits. So I had to go through the hospital all the way around, walk through some like tunnel. And then finally I got there. I, I had to ask for, like, directions, like, five times. It, yeah. it was – I didn't even know how to get out of the building at one point. Like, when my appointment was over, I didn't know how I would get out. I just – I don't know if it's for um, what they call contact tracing or whatever, but what is the purpose in closing entrances and exits? I just – I don't get it. Uh, I guess so they can man, like, one entrance, and then they can do temp checks – but it's, I mean, it's a hospital. What are, that's where you go when you're sick. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, oh, you have a fever and you're like, good, I'm in the right place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As you can see, that's why I'm here. Exactly. And, and the secondly with that, Pat, like, I think it's a big part of it also is to like keep the flow of people going so that people aren't walking past one another. Like usually people entering and exiting at the same spot. So you're less you know, conglomerating them into one spot. Like, you know, you've got this flow of people going from one to the other. But a lot of times, like you're saying, you end up going through a lot more of the building by doing this. And there's people in all these rooms as you're going onto it side to side. So it ends up defeating the purpose a lot. Like sometimes logically it makes sense if you can actually get people to go in like this kind of flowing environment. But a lot of times you end up going through a lot more actual area of the building than you normally would be. The logic I mean, is that's not 100% of the time. But from my point of view, I mean, what I've had to do yes. this past year. Yeah. I, I, Paul's comment makes sense about um, them being short-staffed and having to take temperatures and stuff like that. Um, but 
I don't know, man. To only put it in like one place, it's like <laughs> you can't get three or four other people somewhere Especially else. Especially in somewhere that big. Yeah. You train them up. So anyway, long story short, I was late. Um, <laughs> you're calling, you're like, I'm other. here. I just don't know where I am. I, I, it was like every couple minutes I had to ask somebody. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. This is Please. gigantic. Please <laughs> And then you need like a like a ID photo or like a badge that you get when like you check in. And yeah. I didn't have that yet, so I had multiple people being like talking to me like I was a hobo off the street. Like, oh yeah, I just want to <laughs> hang out at the hospital. That's yeah, how'd one. you get in here? <laughs> yeah, I got in here through the one entrance you let me come into. <laughs> like, all right, that checks out. Yeah, <laughs> move along. Hello there. Today is May the fourth. Yeah. So yes. I guess I found out everybody who enjoys the Star Wars episodes today, as I see once a year. So, may the fourth be with you all. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I like Star Wars. I didn't post it. You know, I'm like I'm pretty low key. I have like the background to my computer is Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith movie poster. No big deal. <laughs> That's low key to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I don't post it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, like, go on the internet and post it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like, so I just got a TikTok recently. Um, well, I got it. I was gonna, I got it because I wanted to watch, like, one specific, specific video. Um, and then I was on it, and there was this girl who does Star Wars lightsaber. Star Wars um, lightsaber tricks, and then sometimes twerks. Oh, nice! So she, I follow her. She's, I follow one person, and it's her. Okay, good. <laughs> because she is does... that weird? It's fine. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but okay. every time I go on TikTok, it's just like I can't, I can't go on TikTok. It's crazy. It's a crazy world out there. I don't know what these girls are doing with their lives. I do know that there's many different realms of TikTok that you can go down, but you're probably in the dancing girls one based on your one follow. Well, my newsfeed is all just dancing girls. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't, honestly, I don't hate it. But uh, I, I can't, it's just like, I might as well just, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking about it. Okay. Never mind. I, I'm deleting TikTok. Okay. Good. Not. Good. Not. Nah, good. Good size there. Anyway, can I uh, can I switch gears real quick? Yes. You guys sad about this biggest celebrity breakup? Yes. You're talking about. Uh, uh, we're talking about. You said Bill Gates. Jay. Bill Gates. Okay, so I've seen a couple memes about this. Please explain it to me because I don't know what's going on. All right, Bill Gates is getting divorced. Oh, no. <laughs> That's got to be the happiest woman alive. Uh, Other than the, the recent Amazon divorce. I mean, she was with him for 27 years. They're, like, old, too, you know? Yeah. They're, like, old. What, what? You're assuming she's happy about getting divorced? She might be sad about it. Well, I, I think... The Amazon Jared, wife was Jared, happy. You know where I'm going with this. I know. She's you know got a lot of money. She's not going to be <laughs> She's hurt financially. She's a huge settlement. Yeah. She, she, she wasn't Bill Gates, okay? She did 
discovered Microsoft and all this yeah. other stuff. And she's going to be walking away a, a billionaire and get to do whatever she wants with her own money after probably 27 years of not being happy with a rich guy. Yeah, that would be, I mean, that to me, that's like my dream life right there. Maybe I would only do it for like one year, but not, you know, not 27. I couldn't keep up the charade that long. <laughs> charade. So <laughs> that's why I think they're, um, you know, they're actually probably both sad. Yeah. But I want to, I, I want to bring up the real reason that they're getting divorced. Okay. Now, according to QAnon, oh God. <laughs> uh, Bill Gates, I mean, he's heavily involved in the satanic uh, child sex trafficking ring. Yeah. Um, and the deep state. And of course, uh, of he's getting, yeah, he's getting divorced uh, because his wife was replaced by a male clone. Male clone? Yeah, so the theory number one, uh, his wife Melinda was replaced by a male clone by deep state operatives uh, because she knew too much about Bill Gates' plan for world domination. Oh, yeah. That's obviously true. Yeah, yeah. Here's the, here's the next theory. Melinda is leaving Bill Gates for Dr. Fauci. That's a hot take. Is he married? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> He's the Fouch. He's married. He's been he married since 1985. just tells people to wear a mask and then nothing else. How yeah. is your job to just tell people? Maybe I'm QAnon. Because screw this Fouchy guy. He's probably making a lot of money just going, yeah, uh, don't go near each other when you're sick. <laughs> uh, no shit, Fouchy. <laughs> Dumb bitch. I hope you marry a male clone of melinda gates and your world is rocked that's a good take steve that's a really good take hey listen that's not my take that's a lot of uh i don't even know how to explain these people <laughs> the truth seekers the truth seekers yeah the truth seekers of <laughs> the united states <laughs> it's actually interesting speaking of this we got an email kind of involving this steve um it's from chubstep nava he says would you still love your significant other if they got a sex change? Nava, I just want to know what you think about before you go to bed. <laughs> Probably that. This was this actually was sent at 7.02 a.m. Okay, so you <laughs> so the first dream. thing you think of. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, he wakes up in the morning and he's like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> he probably had a dream. This is like, um, you ever see those memes of like the couple laying in bed and she, uh, the woman's like, <laughs> I bet he's thinking about other girls. Yeah. And he's like, I wonder if my girl was a man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, he's just picturing her as a boy. I'll even go first if okay. you want. You, you go first. Okay. So would I still love them? Sure, of course. Always love them. Would I still uh, be involved with them? Probably not. I think um, that sort of crosses the line. Uh, excuse me. <coughs> that's probably the that's the right way. That's a good that's a good mature call. Yeah, I just I 
I would probably be along the same lines, um, unless I was. So I had my partner, and maybe we haven't gotten that far intimately, but uh, you know we've been spending a lot of time together. Uh, maybe she has a dog that I really like. Um, maybe she's really rich also. And then I, we get to like third base and I find out she has a penis. Mm -hmm. And then I go, Whoa, I thought you were a girl. And she goes, I was a girl, but I got a sex change Mm -hmm. to a man. And I'd be like, Whoa, that's crazy. But then she says, I'll just get it switched back to a girl. Then, yes, I would stay with her. Okay. Stay with her if (laughs) she switches back. She double switches? Yeah, but it's just because she wanted to. I didn't pressure her. Oh, I see. No pressure. Yeah, that makes sense. She just decided that's where she was at, and she went with the double switch. Yeah. I, uh, I, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm sure that happens quite a bit, Steve. I, uh, I (laughs) think I might go with Pat's, Pat's route as well. I think... Yeah, I mean, you're saying other you probably still love them, and then it just probably would not be the same relationship going forward. I would not think a romantic one for me. <clears throat> yeah, there's there's definitely people that would be into it. I just this is per, you said us. Yeah, you could do not, docking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so thank you for that email, Nava. I'm gonna do a Billy Bob Thornton movie review. Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton, and do me a favor. Once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense, because uh, what's like this, you can say three but not four. It's funny, because we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and, like, mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and, you know, stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino, so. Uh, yeah, I have, a, I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds. Anything before, ni- uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, lower. shut the f- up i'll do it yeah that's what we did we, we took a the guy who was six five and shrunk him down for the movie wow yeah only in hollywood anyway no i'm not an albino god damn it i mean seriously what is he dwarf of course he's that short that's and the question is that am i on acid oh billy bob billy bob pat you know what that is no but stop doing it Pat, remember when I told you a month ago to watch Sling Blade? No. I did. I very specifically I very specifically said, make sure to watch Sling Blade because we're going to be talking about it on Jump Step. That was a month ago, but that's all right. You can still watch it after this. I will be okay with that. Yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> it's a pretty is, good one. It's, it's pretty good. D- yeah. So it's, a very, it's from 1996. We're talking Sling Blade. This is literally the movie that put Billy Bob Thornton on the map. Every actor kind of has their thing that might have made them famous. Not every, I would say sometimes it's kind of a slow burn. But you look at a lot of people and you're like, oh, that was their movie that made them famous. 100% 1996's Sling Blade, Billy Bob Thornton, directed by Billy Bob Thornton, written by Billy Bob Thornton. This won the Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay. Should have won um, the Best Actor Award. He got nominated for Best Actor. In a leading role. Nicholas Cage beat him. Is that really who won that year? I'm pretty sure. Um, According to angry YouTube comments. 
Jeffrey Rush in Shine. Billy Bob Thornton. Wait, what? Damn it, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey Rush in Shine, which I have not seen. Uh, this guy. I haven't seen that either. No. Oh, um, oh man, he's the that guy was, that plays. What, a, um, what he, a lineup. He plays Tom Cruise, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Ralph Fiennes, whoever that is. Ralph Fiennes. The yeah. English patient. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. The, the reason we were doing that Fargo voice, came out that year? All right, sorry. That was a good year for me. 97 was a good year. So this movie is basically, I'll tell you a little story behind it. And Billy Bob Thornton had been told a lot that he like was not good looking enough to be a starring character. So if he wanted to do something, he was going to have to do it himself. And so he wrote this this play kind of for him. It's not this play. He wrote this movie kind of for himself. He's something he could star in. Something loosely based on like stories around his childhood and things like that. He's from a small town in uh, Arkansas, and this kind of takes place in a general small town. You know, I mean, this is like small town in the South, which is a very recurring character that we see throughout Billy Bob's career. It's starring Billy Bob Thornton. He plays Carl. Dwight Yoakam is a main character in this. He is the singer, Dwight Yoakam. John Ritter, uh, another actor and he was friends with billy bob thornton they were friends kind of getting into the acting world forever john ritter's character is really good in this he plays like a he plays a gay guy in like a small town where they're really unaccepting of that but he becomes friends with carl and then robert duvall plays um billy bob thornton's father there he's in a lot of movies with robert duvall and the reasons and and one more notable actor the boy in the film oh yes good point good call good call is the Tokyo Drift guy. Yeah, Lucas Black. He's the, the main guy from Fast and Furious. Uh, the Fast and Tokyo Furious. Drift. Tokyo Drift. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Tokyo Drift. And he's he also... He shows back but, up in uh, Fast and the Furious number eight, too, if you were wondering. And seven. But he also... People know him probably most from Friday Night Lights. Yeah, if you're into that. Which, which Billy Bob Thornton is also in. And I reviewed um, I reviewed that movie, Billy Bob Thornton. Wait, he's Oh, for a second, I thought you said he was in Tokyo Drift. Oh, that would be awesome if he was in Tokyo Drift. That's one of my favorites. No, he is not. So you're right, but it is the so <clears throat> the story is this guy Carl, who is a former murderer. He basically. All right, why don't you tell the story? See, tell us a little bit of what it's about. All right, so the story is about Carl. He's a former murderer. <laughs> You'll find this. I'm, this <laughs> this isn't spoiling anything. Yeah. Uh, when he was a boy, a wee boy, twelve years old, uh, he murdered his mother and his mother's lover yeah uh i guess you know i don't i can't really i don't it was kind of confusing to me like if she was being like assaulted i don't think she was yeah i don't think he knew what the way i watched it is he didn't know what was going on he basically saw his mom cheating on his dad with like a neighbor guy yeah and he killed both of them with a sling blade. Yes. Otherwise, <clears throat> sometimes I call it a Kaiser blade. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes he calls it a Kaiser blade. Yeah. Uh, he talks no. like that the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he talked like this. He talked. He talked like this. And he had this crate, and he had. He just kind of his his head is kind of hunched over. He kind of has a big kind of like slump. And yeah, he's kind of he has this kind of bottom. He's kind of doing an underbite with his mouth, and then he does that kind of voice like like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> but it should be noted that in the movie he's 
portraying someone with uh, mental disabilities. Yeah. So he's not like, like kind of like Forrest Gump. Think Forrest. Yes, yes. Oh, that's a good description. They call him a simple man. Yeah, he's just a wee bit simple. So he doesn't go to jail. He goes to an insane, well, what do they call it? A psychiatric insane asylum hospital. Yeah. yeah. He goes to an insane. I was trying to be P. I know. I'm trying to think what the PC version of that is, but you're right. That is the term I was thinking of too, Steve, but it, whatever <laughs> the PC version of insane asylum is. But yeah, it's because it's probably not okay to say that. So yeah, he co- he comes out of jail. Yeah. And then he goes back to his hometown where he gets, you know, he just starts living his life. He meets a, well, I'll tell you this much. He meets a boy, a young boy. But they're just friends. Yeah. Mainly because they have a pretty much the same, like, mental capabilities. So he befriends this boy, and then he just, you know, starts readjusting the life in the hometown. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. And he gets he starts getting involved in this boy's life, and that's kind of when all the conflict ensues. So this boy kind of doesn't have his dad, has left. He becomes friends with the boy, and now he kind of, yeah, starts getting involved in his life. And he's trying to live his own life, which is tough because he doesn't really have any, you know, he's been in jail for 20 something years and he comes out and he's a little slow and it's kind of that whole 20 story. years. He was in jail for like 40. Years. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. He's pretty old in this. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's... It's been a few months since I've seen the movie. So <laughs> yeah, but oh, the yeah. big, the big thing that people take away from this is it's, it's a, it's a long movie and it starts off pretty slow, but it, it has a good um, ending and good character development and stuff like that. But uh, it's really well written. And the big thing is just like people remember his like he talks about like he loves uh, ta- <clears throat> talk like that. I French fried taters. Reckon what you like to eat in there. Well, the French fries are pretty good. French fried potatoes. Yep. French fries. How much you want for them? Well, they're 60 for the medium and 75 for large. I reckon I'll have me some of the bacon. Yeah, he like he loves potatoes in this, yeah, which is, is which again loosely based on his life because there was that time, that time he talked about where he didn't have any money, so all he was eating was potatoes. So I'm sure there's a lot of the stuff where it's intertwined with his real life. He talked about you know a lot of the a lot of the stories throughout this movie are things that he experienced in his life, and he kind of put them into this this movie thing. But it is yeah he like I said it got nominated for all these things. He started in it. He wrote it, he directed it, and the movie ended up doing really well. So it helped us. It was kind of jumping off point yeah, for his career. It was really good. They made it on like a hundred thousand dollar budget. I'm sure he made bank yes. from Sling Blade. Yeah, it, it made... got like crazy, crazy good reviews. I was trying to find um YouTube reviews, like crazy YouTube reviews. Yeah. Because some of Billy Bob's movies, on all YouTube reviews, you get like crazy shit. Yeah. All the reviews are just like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. This is the best movie I've ever seen. Uh, I love John Ritter. That's the guy from Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Lucas well, Black. Yeah, Lucas Black. They're, John Ritter is a different guy. It. I know, but they're talking about everybody. Like everyone in the oh, movie I see. was just yeah. like, it was awesome. And then I did find one crazy one. Still can't believe this is hot BBT referring to Billy Bob Thornton playing this character. <laughs> but even worse, 
But even worse, I screw around with my neighbor who actually looks like his character. Yikes. What? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And that's that's only from a week ago. What? <laughs> that movie's been out since 97. Oh, and my God. And that comment is from one week ago. Oh, my God. That's insane. Some people, people will literally write their whole life story on a YouTube comment. It's insane. What 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 is interesting about this is Billy Bob Thornton actually I think got better looking after this. He got a little I thought a little better like maybe five or six years after this um, than he was here in this movie. Even though obviously he's he's not trying to look hot in this, but when when he first showed up, I was like shocked it was even him. What are you even talking about, Pat? Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. How good is his looks? Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> in the movie, he doesn't, you, it, like, pull up a picture of uh, Sling Blade, like, what he looks like in it. He, like, he's unrecognizable. He doesn't sound like Billy Bob Thornton. It's just great acting. Yeah, I would say if you didn't know it was him in this movie, like, you know, if you just watch this movie not knowing who was in it, you would not know he was in it. Yeah, you could probably get all the way to the end credits and you'd be like, what was Billy Bob Thornton in this? I don't remember seeing him. <laughs> yeah, so it's good. Um Point of the story is, though, uh, I enjoyed it. It's top tier for me. Um, it's one of, you know, it's obviously one of his most famous movies, probably his most famous movie. And uh, I think it still holds up. There's still some, definitely some things where you make, you know, it's from the 90s, especially in the beginning, some of the music and stuff like that. Um, but it's very well done. I think it's a movie that holds up. So top tier for me. Any other thoughts, Steve? Why in every single one of these pictures is he smiling without his teeth showing? <laughs> that's how he is that's how he looks he does look different yeah and you're right if you didn't know it was him he probably wouldn't know who it was yes but... yeah and he, he talks like how we've been talking this whole episode yeah uh-huh. mm-hmm. i just gonna go down to my trailer park <laughs> it ain't got no gas in it it ain't got no gas in it yeah i killed my mama <laughs> yeah, cut that's... her head off yeah. yeah yeah it's almost at the beginning i remember can you make me the some muffin <laughs> at the beginning i remember being like this is actually too much i don't think i can sit through two hours of this but um dude that was he does an opening monologue for like two minutes straight where it's i mean there's like some other stuff but then two minutes into the movie he talks for like two minutes in that voice and you're like are you kidding me like what is this <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, but to to me, this is one of the reasons I like Billy Thornton. You watch this movie, and then you watch like Bad Santa, and they are he could not be acting more <laughs> differently, right? I mean, that's it's it is legitimately a lot of range for him um, when you're talking about those two type of roles. Hey, apparently Billy Bob's a soul patch guy. Uh, he oh, was, big soul patch guy. At, at some, yeah, he definitely has had soul patches in his life. So have I. We're kind of <laughs> twins. <laughs> it's a move it's a move i'm glad you both grew out of that yeah <laughs> well here's the thing paul for me it's just uncomfortable to shave i that's like sensitive skin over there but i'm just i also was a type? fan of disturbed so maybe oh yeah, <laughs> right now we know the real reason <laughs> and you can't have a favorite iron chef it depends entirely on the secret ingredient sometimes i feel you don't know food at all Hey, NFL draft was entertaining. Um, Aaron Rodgers hates the Packers. Bears got a quarterback. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun to watch. Yes. 
Yeah, I will. I'll say go Bears on on that pick. I think they think they'll do okay. I think their team is still pretty bad. I mean, you know Buffalo Bills, but nobody is can any, be. Is anybody the Buffalo Bills? That's true. At this at this point, no. Tom Brady, he's done. The Chiefs are done. <laughs> The you know Packers what? are done. You know what's funny? If I knew anybody in the world to be a Buffalo Bills fan, I'm happy it's you, Paul, because you fit the bill. I could see you getting trashed in a parking lot and jumping and cracking a table. I could <laughs> totally see that happen. <laughs> so if they win the Super Bowl, uh, me and my dad are going to bust through some tables. Like, hard. <laughs> and my dad's my dad's 60. <laughs> You're Italian? You're Italian, right? Bill's yeah, Mafia? Yeah. We... We can take we can take an old table hit. I yeah I am excited to see that I'd be okay with uh, with them winning Steve, for that reason. Yeah, it, what yeah. what they did a good job of Pat. Everybody was so pissed off at the Bears of the offseason, then they make a move and they just suck everybody back in. It's a classic Chicago sports move. You know you're you're fed up and then they do something and you know falling for it all over again. I'm hoping it's legit. Me too. I mean, they sold the farm. They get that guy. So this is literally like the last straw. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, it doesn't work yeah. out. Like at what point are you just like? <laughs> I actually hated it. what they what they had to trade up. Like that was crazy what they gave up. But uh, yeah, it would be interesting. And again, it's like you know, it's one of those things where if it works out great, everybody's super happy. If it works out bad, you're like, fuck it. You know, fuck you. <laughs> you screwed up everything. It's yeah. like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. You're bad if it doesn't work out you're bad for 10 years yeah <laughs> like you're bad for exactly you're bad for a long time all right <clears throat> well let's wrap it up there email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com and rate the show on podcast app the apple podcast app all that good stuff um steed swallows on instagram steed how's that going um so i've been swallowing just like hella shit just for like you guys and I'm I'm working on I have a couple editors doing and like some art people that are, are getting it together because okay. I I mean it's just not it's not perfect and I'm not yeah. gonna release a virtual Instagram product that's not perfect yes something that I wouldn't want to be associated with that makes sense okay perfect yeah steve wait till it's wait till it fits your vision and then release more stuff on your instagram sheet swallows but people can follow us chubstep podcast we have stuff there and the show has ended i rest my case now you know you got to go peace this is yasin